So did you actually try that coffee that you made us? Not yet. I'm kind of scared. It looks like a lot of creamer. It's kind of hard to get from all the way over here. Oh. I asked you how much creamer you wanted. I could see this going really badly right now. I'm wearing white pants just all over your laptop. That's what you're wearing. Your laptop's there too. <laughs> just spills on the keyboard. I'm going to try this though. I took like a little sip before, but. Did you? Do you oh. like it? I that like it. This is how I would make my coffee. Um, kind of sounds like I'm doing ASMR, but <laughs> that is a lot of creamer. That is a lot of pumpkin spice, Britt. Are like, you saying I have a problem? <laughs> you could have a problem. That's how you drink your coffee? Yeah, like every day. I'm worried about you. Hey, me too. <laughs> but okay, let's get into the episode. Welcome back to the podcast. This is the Just a Little Shady podcast, episode 11. And if you are watching, you can see that we followed through. Our set is definitely looking spooky. Um, it We just had to do it. It's one of our favorite seasons. We talk about it all the time and it's just... By the time you see this, it'll be October and officially spooky season. So, and if you are listening and not watching, definitely at least look at the Instagram. We're going to have a picture of the set. So check it out. Um, and we dressed accordingly. We did. I have my your bones skeleton sweatsuit on. And then I have, this isn't mine. This is Haley's. <laughs> My, I ordered a bunch of Halloween stuff and it hasn't come in yet. I feel like a fraud, but <laughs> my pocket has skeletons on it dancing. It's Haley's. It's actually alarming that how much we claim to love the season and it's my favorite. Neither of us had anything to wear except I did. That's an old T-shirt, so technically I did have. I know I was surprised because I used to have a Hocus Pocus T-shirt. And I, I did, and I don't know what happened to it. It's gone now. Yeah. Ghost took it. So this episode, we're definitely going to do some spooky, shady stories because you guys did come through on that. Um, Some of them are really frightening. So if you like ghost stories, definitely stick around for that. Um, And we're going to start doing a weekly recap. But the last thing in our weekly recap is also kind of spooky. So... Let's get into that. First, I need to expose myself. Why? What happened? Because I had one of those embarrassing... So I'm, I've talked about this before on other social media, but when I was leaving the nail salon and I, I said, she said, have a good trip because I was going out of town and I go, you too. And uh -huh. I was like, I'm never going back. It's one of those stupid little moments that you're like, why did I say that? I'm so, <laughs> like, I'm such an idiot. But so I, it was like that. So I did a mobile order for Chipotle, of course. Not surprised. And I go, I, I did it. And as soon as I did it, I was driving to Chipotle. Yeah. And so I get to the drive-thru and, you know, it's only... The drive is only for mobile orders. So mm -hmm. I pull up and 
she the girl doesn't say anything she just opens the window and I'm like oh it's it's for Haley and she looks on the shelf and it's empty and she just looks back at me and I'm like oh okay so I go to pull out my receipt on my phone like no like I ordered it yeah it says select a new time your pickup time is no longer available no so it never went through. So she was probably like, there's not a single order. Right. So she's just looking at me and I'm like, never mind. It didn't. <laughs> like I show her my phone. I'm like, never mind. It never went through. And I, I was like, I'll see you in a minute. I reordered it. Your finger up like that? Yeah. I was like, I'll be right back. And she was like, okay. still, still not a word out of this girl's mouth. She's just looking at me. I'm like. Okay. So I literally had to oh my pull gosh. her out and sit in the parking lot until the next pickup time that was available and pull back around. That's rough. And the thing is, I did it like I didn't do what that do you again, you did but it again? you know I get it like every day almost. So I went back That's next day and pretended way. nothing happened. <laughs> was it the same girl? No, it wasn't. Thankfully. Honestly, though, she probably at this point would have had to say something and laugh because I clearly have a problem. But I like, why did I hold up the phone to show her? Like, I could just use like I could just say it. <laughs> like, I swear I do stuff like that all the time. And it just <laughs> didn't you one time at the nail salon say like, bye, everyone. <laughs> or something like really bad. Yeah, I was at and. It was, I think it was the nail salon. I like got up to leave. I paid and then like, (laughs) I don't know why it's so funny, but I could just picture you like, it's like in a movie where the character is just like thinking they're the main character. You thought you were the main character and I needed to say goodbye to everybody in the salon. Like, hi everyone. (laughs) They didn't ask. No, no, they didn't. I do stuff like that daily. I'm surprised I can't think of more things that happen to me like that. But I'm always just like, no, you know where it was? It wasn't the nail salon. It was was Starbucks. (laughs) (laughs) Because so I did something similar to you, except not with Chipotle. There's like a couple Starbucks near us, and I or I mobile ordered to one starbucks i've done that and i went to another starbucks thinking that was where i mobile ordered from so i'm looking (laughs) for the drinks there's like and it was on the weekend so there's a big crowd there of people like waiting for their (laughs) drinks and i was looking around for my drink and then i I go to check my order and i realized it's for the other location and i turn around i see the crowd (laughs) like a sea of people (laughs) and i go (laughs) Bye everyone. <laughs> and I walked out. Oh my god. And if I saw someone do that, I'd just be like, what is going on? I remember the first time that ever happened to me too, because it was the same feeling of I like I specifically did not mobile order to that Starbucks yeah. for a while because I couldn't face it because it was one of those things. I feel like every time I get Starbucks, I'm stressed out. Like, I don't know. Like, Wait, until what do you I, mean? Like, until I have it in my hand and I'm leaving, I'm stressed. You, you know get I mean? it every day. That's a lot of stress <laughs> to put on yourself. No, I took a break. I've been making coffee at home. Proud but, of you. But, yeah, it 
Well, it's like that. Like, I just want to get it over with, but I know I need it. It's like part of my routine. So yeah. It's like I dread, like, I just want the coffee in my hand, mm-hmm. but I know the process. So I, uh, I remember the first time I ever did that. So I mobile ordered. It was the wrong location, but I, that thought never crossed my mind until the first time it happened to me. So I'm in there and I'm getting pissed because like <laughs> I've been standing there for like 20 minutes and I'm just like what is going on like they really are this there's no one in there so I'm like yeah okay finally the barista comes over to me is like can I help you with something and I was like yeah I am <laughs> <laughs> like I again I pull out my thing to like show the receipt uh-huh and I'm like I mobile ordered this drink 30 minutes ago and it never came <laughs> and she's like oh no she's like do you think somebody took it whatever like oh, she no. like the whole process she was like she, she was so concerned and then she's like she comes back a couple minutes later because she's like looking through all the receipts and she's like um are you sure you um ordered it to this location and like as soon as she <laughs> the words came out like it hit me that you that knew. was a possibility and i was like I'm so sorry. <laughs> I wasted your time. <laughs> and I just like ran out. But then at that point, I didn't even want to go to the other location to get no. it. So I was like, whatever. But yeah, it's it's traumatizing. It is. I remember <clears throat> being traumatized and then like double, triple checking before I would go pick up my Starbucks. Yeah. It's not a, it's not a fun feeling. Mm-mm. But there's also been times where I've mobile ordered something and forgot like for example sometimes I get a plain small black coffee for like a second coffee of the day if I go I'm aware of this habit of yours and because I'm like I'm going once I don't want to like yeah I don't know I already made the trip so I might as well make it worthwhile (laughs) then I get two coffees in one trip um so sometimes I'll forget if I do that and there's been times where I've left it and then in the afternoon, if I was out, like, running errands, I'll just go back. And it's still there? Well, I've called them before, and I've been like, I mobile ordered a coffee and forgot it. Like, I I picked up multiple items. Can I come back? And they're like, yeah, it'll be here. And no one takes it. like, they don't know. You know what I mean? They don't know what's in it. Like, half the time, Starbucks drinks have some weird stuff in it. So people really customize it. So them. how long does it sit there for? I mean, I feel like the most I've ever waited was, like, two hours. Okay, that's not that bad. No, but, like... It's kind of wild. Yeah. I think we have a problem. Mm, um, <laughs> probably. But anyways, and then something else this week didn't really happen, but I've been watching some Netflix. I mean, mm. it happens. We're not surprised. Um, well, I had to start a new show because I will not. I'm not the kind of person if we start a show together, not you. Brittany, you sleep and you forget about it. <laughs> I can't rely on you to start a show. I, you got to be fair. I have nothing to say for exactly. myself. But with anyone else, so like it, we used to have a group of friends that we would watch The Bachelor with. Mm-hmm. And if we couldn't all watch it together, we would record it and watch it another day. So same thing now I'm watching Riverdale with Evan and he was gone this weekend so I will never be the person that watches it without the other person. I would feel, I just, I feel too bad. Brittany, what we did was different. <laughs> <laughs> and 
I'm serious. That doesn't count. You're unreliable. No, I'm not. I was literally, we started a show together recently, and I really thought we were going to watch it all the way through together. And I didn't fall asleep or anything. We were watching, what was it, like dating and related? Dated and related. But to be fair, those kind of shows, this is going to be controversial. What do you mean? I fast forward those kind of shows. Like, you know how they had the circle? Yeah, I love the circle. I feel like the narrator sometimes just talks too much. And you fast forward. And I fast forward a lot. So I'm not like totally invested in those shows. I kind of just like to see what happens, which is terrible. That's a terrible that habit. Terrible. Is that how you get through these shows so quickly? No, most <laughs> other shows. It's only the reality shows for some reason mm-hmm. that I feel comfortable doing that. But like, okay, so Riverdale, we're seriously watching. We're super invested. And to not watch it at least one episode for four days, it hurt. <laughs> but I made it through and I would never do that. So I had to start something else. And you know I love my documentaries. So I started the Bling Ring documentary. A lot about this one. And so essentially what it was, if you don't know what the Bling Ring, it was a group of teens in 2009, I believe. It was in the 2000s. And they would target celebrity homes to rob based off of social media and what would you call it like news outlets or news media tabloids yeah reporting when these people weren't going to be home and I don't know if you remember this but I feel like right when Facebook came out it was a big thing of like don't post when your family's going out of town because people might come rob you Mm -hmm. but to do it to celebrity homes is so you would think risky because you would think they have security or cameras Mm -hmm. or I don't know so these teens apparently did not think it was that risky and they would go on TMZ or whatever see where these people were going to be how long they were going to be gone then go to their house and it was crazy because this is going to be kind of a spoiler I guess if you don't know like the real life story Mm -hmm. but None of them really ended up getting in that much trouble, which Mm-mm. was crazy because they robbed Orlando Bloom, Lindsay Lohan, Paris Hilton, Audrina Patridge. I don't know if I said that right. <laughs> and they robbed like so many people. I think at the end of it, it was like nine celebrities that they had targeted. And in the end, the only thing that got them caught was themselves they were not getting caught and they were literally teenagers well from what you've told me because I haven't watched the documentary I feel like they got sloppy with their you know their plans and their execution by the end of it it wasn't even I I feel like it wasn't it wasn't even that they so They were doing it themselves, and the other crazy part about it was the one Paris Hilton Mm -hmm. house that they would always target, they said that they literally had a key to her house by the end of it because 
they found it under the mat and anytime they knew she was gone they just went back and they said they went to her house on multiple occasions like anytime they needed money like instead of going to a bank like a normal person would go they would go to her house they went that frequently yeah that's what they said they said they went there until all the cash was gone because she would have you know i feel like even we like if you go out and you have money in your purse and you'll kind of forget that you left it there like a gift card oh i do that all the time yeah like You'll forget you put it there. And then when next time you use that purse, you're like, oh, okay, but imagine having 5,000 purses. So she's never really going back and finding this. So she never would notice that they were there. Mm-hmm. So they could just take stuff anytime they wanted and not get caught. Yeah. And the only thing that got them caught on that one in the end is they had somebody else go because they knew they were going to get caught and take everything out of her safe because she had a safe in there too. And from the beginning, they knew not to do that because they were like, that's going to signal to her that someone was here. Right. But they were smart enough to do that. Um, And yeah, so they ended up basically ratting themselves out in the end. And the one, one of the co-leaders was the one who came clean about everything because even at the very end, the police only were able to connect them to two robberies. How? Footage, camera footage. Oh, okay. <clears throat> but other than that, they weren't going to be caught. And that is my bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, well, I silenced my phone, but I didn't silence my computer. Oh, okay, okay. And they're connected. Um. It was kind of creepy. Um. So, anyways, no, because I could hear it through. I know, like here, it sounded like it was like in a scary like movie, someone like in the background. Yeah. Mm-mm. Um. Okay. <laughs> okay, we're done. Um. So, anyways, where the hell was I? Um. They got caught. They caught themselves. Oh, okay. <laughs> so they caught themselves, and the one kid spilled the beans because he thought he was getting immunity. But he hired a lawyer who he admittedly only hired based on the lawyer's looks. Are you serious? And he said he wanted somebody that looked the part of, I don't know. What does that even mean? And so, um, and so anyways, so this lawyer says to him, oh yeah, so there was actually no immunity deal in writing. I shook the cop's hand. And so, okay. so basically he ended up ratting himself and everybody out. He did not get immunity. But in the end, I think the most that any one of them served was a year or something. Something really not that long. Two two years? 16 months. Okay. So a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And so that was the longest that they got. And on the documentary on the documentary they were adding up in the corner of like each time they admitted a burglary like what it would have led to and i think in the end they were serving like 50 years and they only got 16 months yeah insane so that was um a little recap of what i was watching and then this was the spooky one that came out and honestly i couldn't even get through it because it was I felt like I was there and I I hated every second of it. And the whole time I was just like waiting for it to be over. But so the Jeffrey Dahmer documentary, I don't think it's a documentary. It's like a reenactment, um, but it's supposed to be like pretty accurate, I guess. And it's out now. And 
the first episode I think is an hour or so long and I got through like 30 minutes and it's it's more of a movie than anything at least in this first episode and it is going step by step of this it's a reenactment of the last victim's encounter with Jeffrey Dahmer or would have been victim but he Mm -hmm. escaped so it's pretty accurate because obviously this almost victim escaped to tell his story so they kind of tried to enact it like that and I guess the family is saying that's re-traumatizing because yeah I could see how it is because obviously I felt uncomfortable watching it and you know to not even know but also so Jeffrey Dahmer had 17 victims he ended up I it was over a decade he was doing that to people so the this guy was the last almost victim that ended up leading to him getting caught because he flagged down a police officer and like took like showed him his place because in the enactment I don't know if this was accurate but in the enactment there was a stored dead body in his apartment while the other like almost victim was there so he could easily just take the cops back and be like no like literally there's someone here so traumatizing yeah but so everybody always said this guy is a hero yeah that made it out and got him caught but almost 20 years to the day after that day that he got him caught and put away he is now in jail for homicide. I want to say I'm surprised, but maybe because of their experience with Jeffrey Dahmer, they were scarred and led to this. Well, I'm pretty sure he did have a very troubled life after yeah. that. Um, I didn't see all the details, but yeah, now he's serving in jail and it just makes you wonder like if that experience never happened to him would he have been like led down that path like it's just really sad but it's It's also a spooky show i don't you even just talking about it because we were talking about it a little bit before made me feel yeah uncomfy and and the thing mm -mm. is too so i have been seeing now on tiktok because this came out interviews with the real jeffrey dahmer um like coming out and he literally just talks about what he's done. Is he still alive? I don't know. This was these were old. Okay. That I saw at least. Um but the actor, which I cannot think of his name, who plays Jeffrey Dahmer in this new docu series thing. Yes. I know who from, you're talking about. He's from American Horror Story. The name's going to come to me. Well, anyways, I want to say Peter I want to say that's probably true. Really? But I don't know. So anyways, I think I'm not going to guess because you're, I think you're close, but anyways, so he does such an accurate voice and look and mannerisms to the real Jeffrey Dahmer that it makes it so much worse. I know who you're talking about because I've seen Peter Evans. Yes. Yes. Okay, good. Yes. I feel so accomplished. Um, Me too. 
So, yeah. So, that was kind of our little recap. And I think I always get to, when we get to this point in the episode, I need a drink. Mm-hmm. When we get into the shady stories, which this mm. week. We skipped the ask me anything. <gasps> we did. So, I have another question. <laughs> you scared me. Did I? You know what keeps scaring me? This damn bird that you put right here. I keep catching it from the corner of my eyes. I thought it was a nice touch. It is a nice touch, but I keep getting scared. So, this week's Ask Me Anything question was submitted by Halians. I thought you were going to say by me. I'm like, that's <laughs> so sad. No, I didn't. <laughs> no, 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 no. Actually, a lot of people were asking about this in the Ask Me Anything, and it's tell me about your hobbies. It was asked different ways, but kind of hobbies you have so my hobbies have changed a little over time i think mm-hmm. right now i typically enjoy eating and drinking mm-hmm. the good things in life <laughs> but um i used to really love drawing and i feel like now it just manifests in other ways i i, I think just doing crafts and creating stuff i really enjoy but now I think it manifests mostly in like decorating our house because I don't know. I feel like I don't ever have time to sit down and draw anymore. But I used to really love drawing. And I don't even know if you knew this, but fun fact, in high school, I like submitted my art. Well, I didn't. My art teacher was like submitting my art and I got an award for my art. Did you really? Yeah. Aww. But um, I love that. No, so... It used to be drawing, and then at when I was in college, I also don't know if you knew this, I was doing a lot of sketching of clothes, and so I was like, you know what, I'm going to try to go to Parsons online school, so I went to Parsons really? for like a semester, yeah, but it was, I know, but it was, I, it was like a semester thing, and I was like, okay, I'm good, like, I feel like I it was more of like a passion thing, like a side thing. Yeah. But, um, and I always feel like I get questions about like, what would I do if I wasn't doing what I'm doing? I feel like that's, I, I feel like I would be doing something related anyways, because I kind of was heading in that direction. But yeah, those are my hobbies. I love those. <laughs> Thanks. I feel like some of that you didn't even know. No, I didn't. Honestly, I didn't know you won a prize in high school. And I did not know that you were going to Potentially, you know, draw up some, some outfits. <laughs> yeah. I can see it though, because I remember seeing your drawings when we would grow up and you would literally be able to just look at anything and recreate it in a picture. And I feel like it was a lot of SpongeBob back in the day. You would like <laughs> draw SpongeBob and Patrick and then I would just color in <laughs> the lines because I was not that artistic. Yeah. I think we had a lot of. I want to say it was even in middle school or it was middle school. We would have drawing parties on like the count the island mm-hmm. counter and do the bu- bubble letters were like the big thing back then. So we would all draw our names or write stuff in bubble letters. But yeah, that those are my hobbies. Um, I don't know. I feel like that's the best I can think of right now. Those are good hobbies. Crafty things. I like doing crafty things mm-hmm. when I have time. I like it. 
Um, okay, are we going to get into the shady, spooky stories? Shady, spooky stories. Yes, we have three this week. They're all pretty spooky. Okay, I'll want me to start? Yes. Okay. Spooky story number one. Okay, so this isn't a shady story, but definitely a spooky story. So it goes, when I was about nine, I had an aunt who found this big, nice house in California. It was big enough to fit more than her family, so she decided to have my other aunt and all her kids and her kids' kids move in together. The house was huge, so my family would always be there. We decided to have Thanksgiving there that year, and that's when it began. The morning after Thanksgiving, we woke up to all the plates and cups that were in the cabinets broken on the floor. My aunt accused us, the kids, of playing around but we knew that none of us had broken them. They cleaned it up and didn't say anything more. But the following day, the barking started. So one of my cousins had a dog, and the dog would randomly bark in the middle of the night at my cousin's six-month-old baby. When my cousin went to check on the baby, the baby was crying, and what seemed to be scratch marks were on her little arms. We didn't know what was going on, and the adults really wouldn't tell us. But then it got even more spooky. So my family had always had a strong faith in our religion, So I assumed they told our pastor what had been occurring in the home, and one day after school, we went to the house, and they had all the doors and windows open. They told us to stay put in one room and to not leave because the pastor had to do something. The pastor went around throwing holy water and yelling at the spirit to leave. I've never been so scared in my life. After that, everything seemed okay for a few days, but then it started again. The barking, the scratches on not just the baby, but now on some of the older kids. All the dishes kept being broken, and my aunts didn't know what to do. So everyone began to move out. Us as kids never really understood why this was happening, especially because we loved being in the big house since we could all play together. One day, years later, I thought about this and decided to ask one of my cousins what had happened or why all that stuff was happening in the old house. And she says, the reason that the house was so big was because a couple had built the house to have all of these kids in, but sadly their first child was a miscarriage and the wife couldn't handle it. They wanted to try for more kids, but the wife was never all right again and she went crazy. She would lock herself in the room she had made for the baby and went crazy in there. The husband had to put her in a clinic and sold the house. The wife eventually died, which is where we came in. The pastor had mentioned it was an angry spirit. The spirit was angry that the house was now filled with kids when she, the wife, could never have kids. So she was angry at all of us kids, and that's why she attacked only us. I didn't know what to say, so I just stayed silent and never asked again. I was too scared at the idea of all of this. I'm just saying. Oh, you look startled. I'm, I, like, is this real? It's terrifying, but it's so I, I believe it because every single scary movie I've ever seen, which is not many because I'm terrified of scary <laughs> movies, begins with a family moving in to an old big creepy house and that's when shit hits the fan i do feel they always say spirits are attached to people or objects houses are the main thing i feel like always cause the problems yes and i could totally see it that's just so terrifying that there it was such a full circle moment probably when when they heard this because it actually like added up to why was it just happening to the kids? It was super justified. Like everything about the story, except for the barking 
dog. Well, no, like, it would bark at the baby because there's oh, probably okay, spirits okay, okay. by that the makes baby. Sense. At first, I thought there was something like up with the dog, but that makes sense. I feel like did we already say this or not that if we believe in ghosts, we touched on of. it a little bit. Like we feel like the more you're open to it and you think about things, you'll see them and you're like welcoming whatever it is. Yeah. Energies like, you know, that kind of thing. So I feel like we like if we're reading these and we kind of we believe them. Yeah. So <laughs> to us, they're real. Um, Yeah, this is really spooky and it's literally like a movie. This could be. Absolutely this could be a, a movie. movie. This could be a movie. And it would be a good, scary movie. Oh, I think so. And I think that instead of doing the shady meter, it should be a spooky, spooky meter. meter. I yes. Agree. I agree. And I think this would be a nine. Yeah, I think the only thing that would have made it worse is like if actually something happened to somebody or like, I'm glad they moved out and they were all safe. But I'm going to say a nine as well. I'm glad that. You know, once they moved out, it, nothing, nothing followed. Yeah, them. nothing followed them, which is always like the alarming part of any scary movie. Yeah, is when they can't get away from. Or like it. you think that they're, they're they're all like moving happily, and then like you see the reflection in the glass oh, or something at the so end. Bad. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay. So bad. <laughs> so nine out of ten spookiness. I love it. Okay, spooky shady story number two. I have a spooky themed story. The following experience is what made me start believing in ghosts. I was 15 years old and my mom and I had just moved into a new apartment. Within a month of us moving in, I saw what I am 100% positive to be a ghost. One night, I woke up in the middle of the night, around 4 a.m., lying on my side, facing the wall. I turned around to face the other way and I saw a woman standing there about three feet away from my bed. It looked so realistic and so much like a person that it didn't even cross my mind that it was a ghost at first, and initially I assumed it was my mom. But after a couple of seconds passed, I quickly realized it wasn't. The woman was very tall, and her head was almost to the ceiling. Her hair was very long, and she was dressed in what looked to be white robe. I got scared when I realized what I was seeing and yelled for my mom hoping she would wake up and come in my room because I was too scared to get up and leave my room. I called for my mom about 10 times when the woman started to slowly move closer to my bed. But she wasn't walking. It was like she was gliding. When she was about a foot away from my bed, she suddenly sunk into the floor and was gone. I then left my room and went into my mom's room crying because I was so scared. The reason I'm so positive that this was a ghost is because I've never experienced sleep paralysis before and I know I wasn't because I was able to move. I turned around when I woke up and when I was able to yell for my mom, she confirmed that she could hear me and I don't sleep talk either. I never saw anything like that again in that apartment. It's been seven years since that happened and I'm and I have been sleeping with a bright nightlight ever since because I'm still so scared and traumatized from this experience to sleep in the dark. I do not blame them for sleeping with a nightlight because I too would sleep with a nightlight after an experience like that. Because that's like my biggest fear is like sleeping and then like turning around and like seeing something. Waking up to somebody or something in your room. It's... It's my number one fear. Same. I, yeah, I definitely, especially if I'm ever alone, I have to have the TV on. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, I 
I I need to be able to, if I open my eyes, I need to be able to see immediately. I am the same way. I like to have noise in my sleep, something going on. I don't know how people sleep with no noise, no TV. Wait, we have to get into that for a second because I literally okay. just, me and Evan had a big discussion about, I can't fathom the peace that he feels <laughs> to be able to sleep in silence I go do your he likes that I go do you not hear your own thoughts like do you not have your thoughts running constantly oh mine do I used to have an industrial sized fan on the floor of my room and I miss it every day and the only reason I don't have it now is because Evan wants it silent and I want it as loud as can be so we have compromised to like a not so loud fan but if I could, I would have it literally so loud. I can't imagine not hearing my own thoughts when I'm trying to sleep. I need noise. Like I, right, if it was up to be, me. Because you're thinking too much, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's the thing is like I want to know do you, when it's silent, are you not listening to your own voice in your head because like I cannot not be I can't shut it off until I'm physically asleep like how do you not I don't know I could come up with a hundred scenarios in my head and go through them all right when I'm trying to sleep oh yeah same it used to be so bad I mean like it's gotten better since then but there was a time in my life where I would have my tv on with a movie playing have youtube on with a youtube video and Have also me on FaceTime. <laughs> yes you on facetime with like a podcast going and pay attention to everything all at once no see that's my thing i'm not a multitasker i don't like i can't focus on more more than one thing at once but when i'm trying specifically when i'm trying to sleep and obviously throughout the day but you don't notice it until you're trying to go to sleep and then I'll replay everything in my head that happened that day. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I forgot to do this. Oh, my God, tomorrow I need to do this, this, and this. I will sometimes pull out my phone and start making notes app. Like, and, and, and then he's snoring within three seconds of hitting the pillow. And I'm like, what? Are you that at peace? I was going to say, I'll <laughs> never know that kind of peace no, in my like, life. Like, I just physically cannot grasp it. Good like, for you, Evan. I know. It's seriously, like... I will expose him right now because last <laughs> night, because <laughs> I'm I'm pissed at your piece. Um, last night <laughs> he's in the other room having no idea. He perks up. He's like, "What?" Um, we go to bed and I swear to God, like three seconds within his head hitting the pillow, he's snoring, and I go, "What the fuck?" Like I, I'm so mad, and so I'm sitting there like on my phone, and then all of a sudden. And he does this kind of a lot too. He starts sleep talking. He goes, he goes, what? And I go, and I, I don't like that either. Cause that scares me. Sleep so, talking. Yes. When he sleeps talks. Cause sometimes we'll like, there's been times where we've had full blown conversations and then he wakes up and he's, he's like, told me that. what, what, he can't get pissed at me. He's like, what were we talking about? <laughs> what do you mean? Tell me. What do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> so anyway, so. Last night, he goes, what? And he wakes himself up out of sleep. And then he 
like I'm scrolling on my phone and like I knew that's what happened because like yeah. it had happened so quick so I like knew what was happening so I didn't even turn around I just kept scrolling because I was pissed <laughs> and so I'm scrolling or whatever and he goes what are you doing like he, he actually woke up this time he's like what are you doing I'm like what do you mean what am I doing I'm like what are you doing sleep talking and he was like I was and I was like yeah you were I'm like and you woke yourself he thought I woke him up but he woke himself up sleep talking <laughs> and then he goes he has the audacity <laughs> to lay there and go yeah I'm having a really hard time sleeping I go you were snoring three seconds ago you don't know the struggle you don't know the true stuff and then I swear to god about three minutes later he was back back to sleeping is that why you before we started he came into the kitchen was like i'm tired and you're like oh you're tired (laughs) tell me about it yeah because i swear and he's the kind of person too which this just freaks me out that he could fall asleep anywhere like if he has a chance to like he he's the kind of person he could just like take a little five minute nap (laughs) For me, there's no such thing. It's all or nothing. I need to put back on my comfy clothes, specifically set aside 30 minutes plus five minutes to fall asleep. <laughs> like I like I couldn't just go lay on the couch and like doze away and not set three alarms too. By the way, if I ever plan a nap, what? there's three <laughs> alarms happening, you know, for the nap to make sure I get back up and I get back to doing what I need to do. Not him, no. It just, oh, kick up my feet. And if it's 10 minutes, great. <laughs> so. If it's five hours, like, like he would never know. I mean, he never does, but, like, that's a risk I'm not willing to take. But, like, he's willing to take that risk. You've thought of this <laughs> a lot, <laughs> Oh, I Oh, we literally got, got into an argument about this the other day because I was like, I need, I, I told him, I was like bargaining with him. I'm like, I need my industrial fan back because I can't <laughs> so This is a recent incur. Yes, this recently just happened because I'm like, I miss my loud fan. And also I used to sleep with it pitch, pitch black. Yeah. Which is alarming because now I I can't. don't like that. Yeah, but, and I think it used to make me sleep so much better. But now I like need to, if I open one eye, I want to be able to see clearly. So I, it's not pitch black anymore, but at least the noise, like I need something. Well, you know what makes me, <laughs> I'm scared where this is going. This now. is, a, this is a simple one compared to your industrial fan problems is when I'm sleeping again, I like to have a movie on or the TV on. No. Yes. I need it on. I can't. And Brian is the type of person that in the middle of the night, if he wakes up, he'll just turn it off. <laughs> And it makes me so mad every time because then I'll wake up later and it's not on and I'm scared. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. And I know it's him. <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> Who else would it be? Oh, my God. Um, I don't know. Back to the story. So is this the story you meant to put? I was going to say that, but I didn't want to call you, you out. I thought you were going to put the one about the girl who was hiding in the... No, I think that's going to be next week. Okay. <laughs> so next week, tune in to hear about a girl hiding. Um, so this one is not spooky. What? It's not. When I read this earlier, you go, this is scary. She saw a ghost. Oh she God, turned wait, around. Okay, what did you think okay, we were okay, talking okay, about? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. I'm wrong. Um, that's the only time you'll ever hear that I'm never wrong. Um. 
Okay, let me reassess. Yeah, because I, yes, I thought this was the one that was related to your situation. No, 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 no. Okay. Okay, so shady, spooky story number three. We did do the shady meter on number two. Oh, my God. We went off on a tangent that long? Yes. You guys, I, I am so sorry. Anyways, I think. I was you, really passionate about the last song. I can tell. <laughs> For no and reason. I need to name the bird. Okay, wait. Comment down below. <laughs> sorry, this is a tangent. Um, what we should name the bird because. He's going to be my little friend for the next month. So if you have suggestions for the bird's name. I mean, could be really basic like Raven, but I, I'm i sorry. Just you guys, I'm, you guys do it. You guys are more creative than. Something will come to me. Okay. But anyways, I think that Shady Story number two was like a 7.5. No, eight. Because this actually, I did say this is my worst nightmare. I would say this is a eight, too. It was like a one-time occurrence, so. Mm -hmm. But also terrifying, Mm -hmm. traumatizing. Um, Okay, so now can I do? Yes. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Okay. Halloween-themed shady story. In all caps. That's the title. A few years ago on Halloween, I was hanging out with my cousins and friend as we were having a girls' night. Last minute, we decided to go to a Halloween party that we had been invited to. We all throw costumes together, and I call my boyfriend so that he can meet me at said party, but no reply. Once we were all in our poorly put-together costumes, we head out. Again, I call my boyfriend, but no answer. He had said earlier that he was just going to be with a friend since I was having a girls' night. As we arrive to the party, I try once more to call him, to tell him the address, and invite him. No answer. We all walk in, and the first thing I see is my boyfriend playing beer pong with another girl as his partner. I was furious. His face dropped like he saw a ghost. I'm sure my face was a lot scarier than any Halloween mask that night. He hurried to greet me and tell me that he had just arrived and was planning on calling me to tell me about the party. Very shady of them. I truly believe if I have not gone to that party, he would have never even mentioned him being there. Brittany, this wasn't spooky. It was (laughs) Halloween-based. However, we had to keep at least one playa playa shadiness to our stories. I agree. So this one's going to be a shady meter, not a spooky meter. Mm -hmm. Um. I feel like this has happened to, like, everyone before. Oh, yeah. But definitely um, shady. But she didn't catch him doing anything. Like, they were just playing beer pong. So, but the fact that he didn't tell her and was just there and wasn't answering, like, red flag. And was supposed to be with his friends just having, like, a chill night. Red flag. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Red flag. Um. So I, but I feel like this wasn't that bad. No, could be worse. I want to know, like, did they stay together? Was she like that upset about it? What was his costume? What was her costume? She said they were poorly put together. That's the biggest shady part Mm -hmm. of this story. Mm -hmm. I would say this is like a five out of ten. Yeah. Maybe even a four. 
nothing happened. Like, she just went and he was there, too. I'll say a 4.5. Okay. My final answer is a 4. But Drama. That's it for this episode. Um, That concludes our first spooky episode. And make sure you keep submitting your spooky, shady stories in the description of the video. There is a link to the Google form. There's also still the Google form for the AMA. And we will see you guys in the next episode. Bye, everyone. Bye.